When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German. Alongside me, as usual, I have two excellent stand-up comedians from the Wichita area. First, I have the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hola, Scotty. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. And we also have the uh, 2019 Cow Tipping Champion... We like to call him the wreck, Mr. Derek Alders. Hi, Scotty. In defense, though, uh, your mom gave great service, so she was easy to tip. Yeah, of course she was. 20%. Yes. Oh, man. Well, uh, we had the uh, we had the 4th of July over this last week. We all got to hang out together. That was fun. We, we also had the 5th, the 6th, the 7th. <laughs> of course we did. Yeah. Abs- yeah. Well, that's how dates work and shit. Mm-hmm. And time. That's how time works. Mm-hmm. You know that? God damn, you're like Einstein. Right? Timestein. <laughs> That's really? your new nickname. Yeah. Scott really? Timestein. <laughs> yeah. Scooter McTimestein. <laughs> <That's funny>. Really? <laughs> yes. Where'd go there? Okay, fine. <laughs> Assholes. But uh, it, it. It, it was a lot of fun. We got to hang out together for once. Yeah. Um, we got to go over to Jeremy's house and uh, have a lot of grab-assery over there. I got, I got to see the basement. The basement looks good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I got Baseball's it all back good. in order now. Yeah, yeah. I brought my floaties. I didn't even get to go swimming in the basement. <laughs> no. I was excited. <laughs> no, it was adult swim. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, we got to play We got to play cornhole a lot. Uh, we call that bags where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Of course you would. I'm going to be honest. Either one sounds <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But My best yeah. friend came in town. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I got yeah, to meet got him. To he meet was him. a good dude. Yeah, he came in from Illinois. I found out a funny story about him. Uh, I found out he has huge balls, apparently. Uh, His girlfriend, that that they pretty much should be married. Uh, He listens to the show. They both do, so I'm putting his ass on the spot. But uh, Just pushing your agenda on everybody. That's right. right. You you should get married. Uh, But no, she uh, was telling me that, I don't know how the hell it even come up, but she mentioned that uh, he had huge balls. (laughs) And I just died laughing, and uh, I, I nicknamed him. Uh, because I figured he was all beans and no Frank, so now I call him Beans. So my, <laughs> Beans, awesome. Beans, if you're listening, I had a great time. <laughs> the poor guy. Yeah. I kind of have the same curse, and that really makes it bad when you have a small dick. Ugh. That really throws things out of proportion even more. That oh. really doesn't help things out. They use Todd Yon's old line. One of Todd Yon's lines that uh, looked, probably looks like his wiener sitting on a beanbag chair. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Well, we got to we got to hang out with each other. We got to, I, I personally, I got to drink a little too much. I think 
Luckily, you, luckily, I had uh, I had somebody drive me home. Yeah, we were disappointed about that. Yeah, we would have preferred you drove. Yeah, <laughs> with the lights awful. off. That's uh-huh. awful. And texting the whole way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. God damn, that's awful. No, I'm a, I'm a smart, responsible adult, and I I brought somebody that doesn't drink, and so I'm because I wanted to have a good time with you guys. That's three words that have never been used to describe <laughs> you ever. Yeah, you're. You're probably right. I'm not probably. I'm that's that's a certainty. <laughs> no, I'm responsible and a good good fella. Yeah, yeah. You you brought your your buddy neighbor over and uh, he's a good guy. Liked he, him. Yeah, Enjoyed he's a good his dude. company. Uh, he he'd be an interesting person to actually talk about. Uh, while we were doing our Fourth uh, of July shenanigans, uh, my buddy Steve is actually a competitive eater. Do you know? Oh. That? I yeah. think it got brought up once or twice, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's done... Oh, God, I can't even remember all the things that he was actually... Uh, he, he competes to eat. Uh, pussy, I hope. <laughs> That's what... That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and like, Not ass. <laughs> Not ass. <laughs> he won... Um, he actually won a couple of contests uh, here locally in our area, and that... Uh, like hot dogs, uh, I think uh, he got pretty close one one year, and and it, there's like a fucking. That's just weird. The dude looks kind of buff. Kind of, yeah. Looks like he probably works out a little he, bit. He does. He yeah. he does like mudding races. Have you seen that shit? Oh yeah, those uh, tough mudders. What are they? No, that I've yeah. heard them called something else. Uh, tractor tractor poles. <laughs> no, no, those called. are those are more fun. Those are real sports. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's the kind we go to where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, Demolition derbies. Yeah. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. But That's okay. Yeah. But he he does all of that shit. And then he also, he competitively eats. And some of the, like, hot wings he's done. He's done funnel cakes before. And there's, like, some fucking strategery with this old deal. And then as we're sitting there, I, I did say strategery on purpose. Yes. Uh, but anyways, while we were doing our shenanigans, like, a couple hours before, they had the hot dog eating contest on ESPN, mm-hmm. where this fucker just downed. Joe, yeah. Joey Chestnut. Yeah, yeah it's, Joey it's always Chestnut. here the last five, six years, it's been a competition to who's going to come in second to Joey Chestnut. Pretty much. I watched that 30 for 30 with him and Kobayashi. Uh, Kobayashi. That was actually pretty good. It's a pretty cool deal. Like the, the strategy that goes into how you can get that much food down in, yeah. like, Kobayashi all said kinds when of he things. would train, like he would do them, he'd train the motions, like on how to first, the first few days he would train he would just dunk buns he yeah. wouldn't even eat them he just dunk them dunk them right and then the second or in a couple days later he'd start breaking breaking yeah. hot dogs in half in yeah. a certain spot yeah and make sure to get that rhythm down and then eventually carry it all together into one motion and yeah. i know a lot of those guys they just they drink water days leading up to it they yes. drink the fuck out of water to stretch their stomach out without mm-hmm. like filling themselves up sure then they'll flush it all through because the stomach, I guess, does, it's kind of elastic-y, mm-hmm. tough to stretch out if you're not already stretched out, but then it, like, stays yeah. stretched out for a while. And that Kobayashi, he used to do that that shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used do. to sit there and yeah, shake. Yeah, and, for... and he was actually an expert in gastrointestinal biology and <laughs> knew how to get the food to layer just right in his stomach. There was a, a real science That's behind crazy. that. But, yeah, he would eat the hot dog separately from the bunny would dunk that in his lemonade yeah and so that he could basically swallow it without yeah. chewing it yeah they showed joey chestnut on that 30 for 30 like doing weights with his chin mm-hmm. and how he would like he did he'll do a sit-up and on each sit-up on the way up he'll take three big gulps of air and then on the way down he'll take three big gulps of air 
and he's well, doing that to help stretch his stomach. Stretch his and stomach yeah, and he's just he's is... like, there's not really any actual science to to working out like this. There's never been any trainers or anything like that. He goes, but I'm just figuring. I'm trying to do what works. If I can, if I can do that and relax my throat muscles and strengthen my throat muscles, it helps me swallow the swallow hot dogs faster. And I'm like, okay, what kind of show am I fucking watching here? <laughs> Because he, he does, he does two at a time. That's yeah. how he. That's how he does it. He's seriously just they, shoving. They're just shoving this fucking yeah. hot dog down their throat. They they strengthen their jaws to get a stronger, faster bite mm-hmm. and all that. Put the weights on their chin. Yeah, and crazy. Now that makes your bite really strong. You ever been eating and like catch the side of your cheek? How <laughs> 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 bad's yeah. that gotta suck? Yeah, when For you're sure. to be, and, and then you got to keep going. You don't have the time to go, son of a bitch, and right. and punch your wife or whatever it is you could people do. <laughs> I don't know how you deal with that. I don't do that. Yeah, but anyway, that much. Um, but we're we're, we're a, this is a sport, so I guess that it's kind of a sport. Competitive eating, uh, it, it maybe it, it they show it on ESPN. It's a sport. That's not true. The spelling bee is on fucking ESPN. The spelling bee is more of a sport than NASCAR is, though. Uh no, you got to be physically so. in shape for yeah. NASCAR. They, those those assholes are in shape. If you can do it sixty and drunk, it's not a sport. That well, golf's not a sport. Drunk. I don't think they do it drunk, and I know they're not sixty years old. No, but I've driven fast drunk. <laughs> sure. What about <laughs> that's softball? horrible? Softball, not a sport. Really? No. Really? Fast pitch, not slow pitch. Fast pitch sure. definitely is a sport. Slow pitchers, no. Fuck, it's thirty-eight to thirty-four. I'll never forget Jeannie right. Fitch it's striking still a competition. out. Jeannie Fitch still catch it. striking out Albert Pujols, or yeah. multiple baseball players. Lots because, of women have struck yeah. out Albert Pujols. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's a a lot more behind that than just it being hard to do. Yeah, I know. Those guys have never swung at a pitch coming at them from that angle. Absolutely, and, like, and that close. I don't think bowling's a sport. Mm, I would, and I used I, to bowl I, religiously. Okay. I think it's a game. I think golf's a game. Yeah, okay. Okay. NASCAR yeah. is just yeah. there. No, those guys. I think. I think that qualifies. I think. You I sit mean. down the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Well, whatever. It gets like 150 degrees in that car. <laughs> and well, you've got no air conditioning. You've got a breeze. Sure. You <laughs> right there. No, you're in a helmet. Yeah. Only the pussies wear helmets. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so. So this is a sports show. Uh, my mom said about bike helmets. <laughs> that's, that's I hit what, my head a lot. That's what I still say about bike helmets. <laughs> well, we like to take inappropriate jokes and maybe take them a little bit too far, especially if they're about sports and even if they're not about sports. So um, as we're sitting here doing this episode, we get to watch the uh, the All-Star game, uh, and we may may chit-chat about that while it's going on. Uh, who's on the bump, anyway? Uh, Kershaw Kershaw right is, now. yeah. Pitching to Polanco, who's not a Cardinal. Thanks. Gotta got, got rub it in. Just might out. as well say, okay. There's one all star on the on the national all star team, and it's it's DeYoung. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, um, he's the participation trophy all star this asshole. year. Yeah, but you know what? If you've got a couple of guys that if they were healthy, they would probably be selected. Marcelo Zuna, he would probably be an all star. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't shake your head at me. No, shut up. Anyway. Uh, but the home run derby happened last night. Yes, and that uh, I gotta say, I haven't I, I haven't watched as closely in the last couple of years. But this year, I watched really close, and I was very entertained. Yeah, it was getting you drunk. Huh? I like the format that they do. <laughs> yeah, I like this format that they do as compared to what they did a few years ago. The ten outs. Yeah, I don't. I I do. It's uh, at ten. They would sit there and just watch them, and wait on that perfect one. Okay. That was part of the problem. 
Yeah. Was like, well, no, that was like part of the problem last night was that these guys, I mean, okay, so it, for those of you that don't know the Home Run Derby, the way that they have it now, which I think, what is it, four minutes? Yeah, it's four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Four minutes uh, per player to go out and hit as many home runs as he possibly can. They get one timeout in between. If you hit it over 450 or four, I think 450. Is that you when gotta, you, is that then the you get? Seconds. You got to do it twice, and then you get thirty seconds bonus time. You got to do what twice? Hit it over oh, hit four four fifty. I think it's four fifty because four hundred's out anyway. So yeah. I think it's over four fifty. Okay, well that would make sense. I didn't understand when the bonus time came in, but that makes sense. But the whole thing is, is you got four minutes, unlimited pitches, unlimited swings. The whole rule though of the ball has to land before you can. That didn't happen. That did not happen. <laughs> Basically, the ball that you hit out has to land before the pitcher can start throwing another pitch. That did not happen at all. That stopped in the finals last year between Schwarber and Harper. To the second after Harper took his timeout, his dad just kept fucking chucking just him in chucking there, him in and there. that's how he ended up winning last year. Well, which who gives a shit? Yeah, I you think know that's what I mean? dumb. It's for I think and that's I'm dumb. a Cub fan. I didn't. I'm like I'm not gonna be fucking bent out of shape that Schwarber didn't win the home run derby on that technicality. Are you like, sure? You know? No. Okay, well, that's good. No. Um, so, so that's basically the rules you have. Uh, I think there was what total of eight players mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah, each one would go up against another player and whoever got the most home runs would move on. And Do they have to be on the all-star team to compete in the I think home so. run derby? I'm pretty sure. Do they? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, but then again, I don't know about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I don't know if he's on the all-star team or not. I'm sure he's probably the blue Jay. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. And then probably, <laughs> probably the guy that won it is actually the guy for the Mets. Yeah, you're probably right. Because <laughs> they're terrible. Nah, does DeGrom probably made it. Oh, yeah, yeah you're I probably right. I bet DeGrom right. made okay. it. Okay, yeah. But guess who didn't make it? <laughs> Bryce Harper. And 26 other Cardinals. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Manny Machado made it either. No, Machado know. didn't. So it's a good day. Uh, but uh, go, going back to the Home Run Derby, it was a spectacle. It really was. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., just freaking killed it, man. Had the most home runs in a first round ever. Typically, when you rip it out like that, the first couple rounds, you're, you, you're you don't gassed. win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are gassed in the end. And but it you, fucks with your swing the rest of the season a lot of times. That is a myth. They say that. That I is a myth. I don't think one night of swinging different is going to change up everything. Plus, they throw up batting practice pitches all the time. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, what's a lot of times they go out there before games just to put on a show. Sure. And Sammy Sosa used to go out there with that cork bat mm-hmm. <laughs> in the game. Derek missed it. He's looking at his phone. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to. All this fucking younger generation texting. <laughs> I'm looking up about the old your generation, Jeremy. Back in 1960. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, ESPN, I was talking to Scotty about this last night. ESPN Classic used to do home run derby. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, 10 outs per round. Uh, and there would be eight play- eight players that would compete in a three-round event with each player getting 10 outs per round. They did that back in 1960. And you would have guys like, uh, i trying to think who was I, on that. They had Mickey Aaron, Mantle and uh, Mantle? Uh, Willie Mays. Yep. Um, Participants. Yeah. Aaron was on there. Mantle. Bob Allison, Ernie yeah. Banks. It was all in black and white. Yep. Um, Gil Hodges, Al Kaline. Yeah, I used to watch reruns of those. Me too. Killebrew, I Eddie you Matthews. you watched it live. No, Scotty. Oh, my bad. They had color TV my entire life. Oh, I'm just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, moving Can on. Can we get past that now? Yeah, sure. Uh, so basically, Vladimir Guerrero came in, and the first two rounds just 
were the most fun thing to watch because Vlad ended up putting up, I think, 29 in the first round, which was a record for the most home runs in the first round with, if I remember correctly, practically any rules whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he hit 29 home runs, moves on, and then he goes up against Jock Peterson for the Dodgers. That was my pick to win it. And that was your pick, and I, I picked Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That's who I picked. Um, and it was entertaining as as can be. I went to a swing-off, I think, didn't it? Three times. Yeah. And the way that works is whenever two players have the same amount of... Is that when they fuck each homes, other's wives? No, no, that's not what that is. Oh, that's my whenever, mistake. Wrong kind of swing-off, <laughs> I guess. That's whenever you get three swings, three total swings, and... Then the next person comes up and gets. So if you hit three home runs and he hits three home runs, then you keep on going in that same format until I got you. You know somebody doesn't hit as many home runs as the other. Well, that happened three times. Mm-hmm. So uh, Vladimir Guerrero ended up hitting one more home run than Peterson, and then moving on to the finals. Uh, who, which at that point in time he went up against uh, Alonzo. Pete Alonzo, which they call him the what do they call him? Something Panda. I can't. I don't remember now. I don't know. The only panda I remember was panda. That was uh, Sandoval. Yeah. Well, they call him something, and I I, trash panda. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) right. That's my favorite fucking uh, minor league baseball team name is the is the Rock Island Trash Pandas. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a nickname for a raccoon. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, so those two guys go back and forth, and not just uh, any raccoon, the common North American banded raccoon. (laughs) Right. God damn. You're welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. goes up first. He ends up hitting, I think, 21 home runs in the last round, which it, which for him, it's not you know the 29 that he's basically put up the first two rounds. And then uh, Jock Peterson comes up and hits 22 with like 40 seconds left, so he had enough time to, you know, you if you... Talking about Alonzo or Alonzo? Oh, I'm sorry, not Jock Peterson. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Pete Alonzo came yeah. up and did that. But he came up and hit... 22 and ended it. But the, the, the fucked up thing was Pete Alonzo had a total of 57 home runs in that whole or, or that whole competition was a mm-hmm. total of 57 home runs. Um, Jock Peterson had a total of 60. Okay. The record from any home run derby total home runs by one player is Giancarlo Stanton and he hit 61. Okay. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit 91 home runs runs in that entire competition he shattered that fucking record right i kind of the reason why i don't like the way that this home run derby works is because i kind of feel that uh, well i I feel that alonzo's bracket was way weaker than vladimir guerrero and peterson's bracket i like the old playstation rules what was that? <laughs> you had eight guys, and the top four moved, and then the next two moved, and then that was it. Sure, and, and that would be more well, entertaining. And see, that's that's the way it used to be, and it yeah. it was losing ratings. That's really because the whole thing is set up is based on ratings. And when guys were allowed, you know, just ten outs, mm-hmm. and they would sit there and watch pitch after pitch after pitch, and it was so slow. This brought the action up. This makes sure. them swing a lot more, uh, and it also makes them and, and really. As much as as uh, Guerrero Jr. really deserves credit for it, his his pitcher mm-hmm. deserves a hell of a lot of credit. Absolutely. For being able to deliver those consistently right in his fucking wheelhouse. Oh, man. I mean, that guy looked exactly like a Cardinal starter. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
you're such a dick, but I can't remember who one of the guys was. He only lasted one round, and his dad was throwing to him. Yeah, and that's what they used that to do. That was Harper do. last year. That oh, used yeah, to be that's fine. all the time. Oh, yeah. That's what they always did. Robinson and their dads Cano's couldn't dad find too. the fucking strike zone. And, you know, it really got well, boring and I mean, tedious. Well, I don't know. Robinson Cano's dad did it two years in a row. He won two years yeah. in a row. Then Bryce Harper's uh, dad did it, and he won. Um, and then last night, I can't remember who it is for the life of me. I'm so sorry, but, uh, that dad could not find, find the strike zone to save his fucking life. Mm -hmm. He just couldn't. I mean, the poor kid was trying to swing at everything that was close. Was it Acuna Jr.? No, I can't remember who, who it was. I'm sorry, but it was, it was, I was struggling to watch because I felt bad for the kid. Not more than I felt. I felt bad for the dad because he's trying to make his son look successful and do this. And it's kind of a father son thing. That's cool. But it's like, I feel bad for the kid, too, because if you win the home run derby, that's a million bucks in your pocket. Mm -hmm. That's the bonus. Right. And this if kid's you're on a rookie contract. That's a that's shitload a, of money yeah. for you right there. OK. And he could not find the strike zone. He kept on trying to, you know, try to make the strike zone. Never mm -hmm. got it. And, and now you got everybody watching you and all the pressures on you. And yeah, it's, it would be hard for yeah. sure. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times now they're bringing their, their batting practice coach from, from their team with them. I'm sure is what a lot of them are doing. Yeah. Because that's, that's a lot more consistent though. Guys, sure. those guys do it all the time and yeah, that's know. why they're doing it. Yeah. But now that it's timed. Right. Right. But the other thing was, was um, Pete Alonzo that won his, his yearly contract is like $555,000 a year. Rookie mm -hmm. deal. And it's on a rookie deal. And he made more last night than he's going to make all year long. Mm -hmm. In one day. Yeah. And, so uh, congratulations to him. Sure. Even though I don't think he should have won. Sure. And, you know, Something that's... Something wrong <laughs> <laughs> What? No, go ahead. There he goes. No. Well, Ladies it, and gentlemen, thank you very much for... <laughs> it, would still, it would still go round by round. Even... The old way of doing it. My bad. And, you know, if if Vlad Guerrero Jr. gassed himself out, well, he sure. knew the rules going into it. Save some of your fucking energy, I guess. Yeah. But he kind of had to, though, yeah. that second round. He had, he yeah, needed everything. That's true. But that first round, he didn't need to hit. What was it, 29? The first round? Yeah. 31, I thought. Or was no, it 29? that was, excuse me, it was 29. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I. And the other thing with that guy's swing is he puts, he puts, everything into it. I mean, yeah. a lot of guys, they look like they, they hit a home run and they, it was just effortless, right? Mm -hmm. Vlad or Peterson? Uh, Vlad. Vlad. Vlad puts everything in every single swing. Now, granted, whenever he connects, it doesn't necessarily have to go high at all. I can't tell you how many of those balls were literally frozen ropes from his bat to the second level of yeah. left field. Yeah. They were just fucking just straight into the bleachers. I think uh, Max may have been 108, 109 mile an hour off, off his bat. And for what it's worth, that's fucking fast. Yeah. That's a, that's really well, quick. When the, when the ball's coming in at, what, 50, 60? Probably, yeah. yeah. That's another That's another good point. They're not throwing 100 mile an hour no. from wherever. They're throwing, and now granted, they're probably throwing from what do you think, 45 feet, something like that? Probably. Behind yeah. an L frame. But still, you're, most guys... When they hit home runs, when when uh, in a regular game, sure, they're much more counting on getting the arms extended, sure, twisting the hips. That's where the power comes from. Then you just rely on the speed of the ball to generate the power for you. This you've got to generate. It's like swinging a slow pitch softball. Yeah, you got to generate. generate all the bat speed. True. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, so now we're now we're moving on from the home run derby and we're going into the all star game. This is 
we're sitting here watching it. Has anybody scored? Yeah, it's one nothing AL. God damn it! I've got the National League winning in the bet. So you bet on the All Star game. Yeah, on a I, fucking I exhibition know. game. Yes, I did. I did. I, I think that the wow. I, shut up. Was it dirty work? You bet on Mr. T and Rocky three. You bet against Rocky. Yeah. This is basically the equivalent of a church league softball game. Here. Shut up. I'm glad they're acknowledging the Apollo 11 landings coming up on the 50th anniversary, July 20th. Oh, cool. Yeah. They keep showing the moon and yeah. astronauts. What? That's what they just showed they, us, man. Uh, they, watch. Pay attention to the fucking TV, Scotty, I'm, not what you're yeah, doing. I'm sorry. Nobody I'm, cares about what you're doing over there. That's true. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm worthless. Um, but again, this is I still think this is the best all, all-star game by far. The whole spectacle, the whole week uh, the the first two those two days, three days, whatever it is, how long Fan is. Fest, Home Run Derby, exactly. and then the game. Yeah. And you've got the days. celebrity softball game. You got all of that stuff. Yeah, I can and do without that. I, I could do without that too, but it's I don't know. Seeing a couple of the older the, guys come back, like like uh, was it Ron Howard that came back? Ron, I didn't know Ron Howard played professionally. Oh, shit. Last no, I knew Howard, he directed Howard movies. for the Philly. Howard, Howard for the Phillies. Ron, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he came back and he and he ended up hitting a dinger during the softball game and and he had like two strikes on him. And there's some guy that's a pitcher that is kind of a wacky nut and I can't remember who it is. But it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun to watch. I didn't watch the whole goddamn thing because that's just too damn boring. But but it was okay. But everything else that is rolled into this entire spectacle is great. It's great to watch. Yeah. I like and the Home Run Derby in this game. Used to mean something, but it doesn't anymore. And it, it costs so much for... that. That's who most of that shit is for. It's for the people who bought tickets. They get Sure. That gets them passes into all the events. Yeah, it's so, like $700 or something like that for... Yeah, I mean, nobody... For a ticket? For the whole for the whole weekend, yeah, Ooh. but that gets you into everything. Yikes! Uh, Don't like it that and, much. And they, you know, they can go up from there. They only go up from there. Wow! Yes. But I mean that that gets you to a lot of the, you know, access to the players to get autographs and that, you know, that that really oh, gets okay. you a lot of a lot of the shit you don't see on TV. So I mean, while I don't really care about that the the celebrity pro am softball game, yeah. If I don't like it, don't watch. I mean, it's sure they, they don't. Nobody's putting a gun to my head saying you have to watch this. It's the most important thing. It's just something fun for the people who bought tickets. Give sure. them a little something extra to do. The other thing is, is I can't see it. See that softball game lasting more than an hour and a half because by that time it's probably getting really, really boring. If not even earlier than that. But if you've ever walked around in a major league park, there's a lot of shit to do. Some of them, yeah. I mean, seriously, you can walk around a baseball field or a baseball stadium for an hour and not get bored. Yeah. There's tons of shit that you can just go and see that's really cool. Each one of them seem to have their own like museum and and stuff to buy, obviously. You've got your gift shops and shit, mm-hmm. but you got other cool and stuff. And it's always at really good prices, too. No, yeah, it's yeah, awful. It's a deal of a deal. It's awful pricing, but yeah, you know. If you want a $13 funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I believe at Kauffman Stadium for a foot-long bratwurst and, and a flat beer. $12. beer. Yeah, it's 19-something. <laughs> 20 bucks. You're yeah. really getting your money's worth there. <laughs> yeah, especially since the health department like shut them down World Series, the World Series year in 15. What? Did they? Oh, yeah, they came and found several violations at a lot of those stands, and I went to like 10 games that year. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me. In Wrigley? No, that's at, Co- at Kaufman. Oh, at Kaufman. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you said 15. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think I may have commented on another 
podcast that we did how that that main concourse where all the concession stands and stuff are they got all the garbage cans out there that have just been baking in the sun and they never seem to change. I think they come a quarter of the way full with just old nasty garbage <laughs> and it just smells like a fucking restaurant dumpster oh, the whole place around. Disgusting. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then you stand in line forever to get a cold bratwurst and a flat beer. My favorites, they have that StubHub uh, upgrade like the StubHub fan of the game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy went to one of the games with his wife, and they went to just, like, take a picture because they saw the seats, so they sat in the seats and took a picture, like, had asked somebody, like, while well, the staff to take a picture, and they're like, you can sit here if you want. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, those are just first come, first serve. Like, one of the – something was broken. They're supposed to recline. One of the recliners was broken. It didn't work. But they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, you can you can sit here." Just uh, so my buddy's like, "Dude, I'm just gonna start getting there early and buying like the five dollar nosebleeds, and then just run straight to those seats every game." And that's fucking awesome. Yeah, but it's kind of ridiculous because yeah, they make it, is. it. Yeah, it is. Um, but the other thing, uh, so so we're we're gonna sit here, we're gonna watch the the All Star Game, see what happens. By the time that this episode's over, it's still gonna be going on. So and you're gonna really watch us watch the All Star Game. Yeah, that's well, gonna be a lot of fun for you guys. The, uh, yeah, we'll make comments. We'll make it good. Absolutely. But the the thing that ticks me off now it now is that it doesn't mean anything. It used to mean something a couple of years ago. Whoever won, mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I can see your faces, and I don't care. Whoever won the All-Star game got home field advantage, and I liked that in an All-Star game. That made the All-Star game even more important, and you're not playing every single pitcher one inning. I understand you're trying to save injuries and stuff like that, but... It was awesome that the All-Star, the All-Star game finally meant something. It wasn't just a pointless exhibition well, game. The was, All-Star it game. It was at its best when it didn't mean anything but pride, and that meant something to and the players. And Pete Rose was taking people yeah. out at home play. What I think when it, made it, when it was at its best was before interleague play. And so sometimes yes. you never got to see these guys play against each other unless right. it was in the World Series. Sure. That's what made it amazing. And then once interleague play started, and then it became so regular and they added more games, that's when it was just like, well, yeah, who gives a shit? I can go see this guy here in two years. These two are going to face off again or in another three years. And then so that one game ended in a tie, and they're like, well, we can't have that. Nope. That's what pissed everybody off. And I remember that game. I don't remember what year it was, but I remember watching that game and being like, what the fuck? But they they were out of players. They are out of pitching. Mm -hmm. They were out of players to even put on the bump. Should have went and do a swing off. Exactly. They fucked each other's wives. Now we're talking. Well, come on. You know, and that's, you put that fucking pitcher out. He's going to lose his fucking stuff and somebody's yeah. gonna tee off on him and game will be over it's exactly that's right. how a real game works and this should be anything less yeah but I, I, but I, then wasn't it the next year that was Ichiro won it with the inside the park walk off inside the park home run oh i don't remember that that was i remember the time i couldn't imagine a better way to end a baseball game a walk off inside the park home run <laughs> it was really good well he was entertainment yes yeah, those are much more exciting than those standard just over the park. Over the wall home runs. Anybody can jog. It, it has to take a weird bounce in order for something like that. It already has to take kind of a weird bounce to get a triple in some cases. Yeah, it went That's over. the hardest hit in baseball, I think. It's hard oh, to hit triples. Yes, yeah. without a doubt. Right. Yeah. But but inside the park home run is is a bad route and a bad bounce normally. Yeah, usually somebody has to dive for something that Miss they shouldn't it. have gone for. Right. Um there was a Royals game, when was it, 2015? Yeah, 
Gerard Dyson hit one. There were two, yeah. each player in back-to-back innings, each team had an inside-the-park home run. I remember that. Did Dyson actually. hit one in the playoffs that year, too, in the World no, Series? No, that was Alcides Escobar. Hit Let one. off okay. game one of the World Series against the Mets because uh, Cespedes misplayed Johanna it. Johanna Cespedes played, yeah, misplayed he, it. He, it hit his glove, but it bounced off and mm-hmm. and went and yep bad rap, bad bounce one of the two yeah. you, you can't call those dingers though you gotta you gotta call those something else um no just yeah uh fuck uh, roundabouts <laughs> roundabouts <laughs> yeah all right we can work with that uh but staying on the topic of baseball um plate collisions this is a rule that I kind of wanted to go over with you guys because we had. Um, a plate collision over this last week. Um, Jonathan Luke Roy got taken out uh, by Jake Marisnik. Okay. And it was, if you watch the video, I I don't necessarily know what to think. I mean, playing playing baseball for as long as I did, if you see a catcher taking up any part of the baseline, wow. that's what you were taught mm-hmm. was Plow his ass, and this one and then was fist him. <laughs> no, not fist him. That comes next inning yeah. when they come up to bat. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you plowed me. I'm fisting you. <laughs> no, uh, but that's basically what happened. Now, now let me go over the exact thing what was going on at this point in time. It was the bottom of the eighth. It was tied ten to ten. There was two outs, and the bases were juiced. Okay, okay. full of steroids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because that's baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Uh, the bases were loaded. There is a there is a ball that gets hit out into right field, and I think I think the I think there was actually maybe one one out, and then he caught the ball and he was trying to tag up. I can't remember everything about this, but it was a play at the plate. So the guy that's rounding third base or trying to score mm-hmm. is going full speed, and and if he gets this run, they take the lead. Okay? okay, so there's that emotion, and it's late in the game. It's the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. You also have a guy in the outfield that's getting the ball as fast as he possibly can to home plate to try to make the out. The catcher understands he has to make the out, or the other team goes up and possibly lose a game. So this is kind of ride-or-die situation. Both guys are trying to win the game for their team, and I honestly think that Marisnik was just kind of doing what he was trained to do. If you, well, if you watch it in slow motion, mm-hmm. it looks like he tried to avoid it. Um, if you actually, cause I sat there today and watched it in slow-mo and it looks like he went to the inside. Yes. And when the catcher and the, it looked like the catcher was on the outside and it looked like, so he was going to go the inside. And then I think the throw kind of took the catcher over and it looked like he was. And so that's what happened. Cause if you actually watch it and, and that's, he's, he's got to make this decision in real time. Yeah. You've walked down a, a fucking hallway with somebody going the other way and you guys kind of. Sure. Step right, step left, step right, and then one he's just like, fuck it, just go, or we're dancing, or whatever the stupid shit is. That's what kind of had happened there, just really, really fast. I can, so I don't I, think it was intentional. I guess the only thing that I can think of is if you are legitimately trying to get in there and score, if the catcher doesn't have the ball yet, which, from what I understand, the rule change is, catcher cannot block the plate, nope. but if the throw takes him there, yes, then it can be within the rules. But why are you not sliding? Yes. That's... If you're trying to get under a potential tag, uh-huh. uh, you know, why aren't you sliding if you know the play is going to be that close? Sure. Okay, so here's my take. Um, if I were in the same exact situation, uh, I still, being a base runner trying to get onto the 
as far away from the catcher as possible, but still able to reach home plate on some some kind of situation like that. Um, the catcher did start to go outside, but as a base runner, you would not try to go in front of the ball that's being caught. You would actually try to go even further away from him um, to the basically to the right if you're running towards first base. So in my opinion, I don't necessarily know if it was on purpose or if it was just initial reaction of him seeing a catcher that's possibly in the base paths. Um, but I think that in in my situation, because you're already when you're down third baseline, you're already not on the baseline. You're actually on the outside of the baseline because right, you, you're you in foul territory. Uh, sure, but you're, you're same same situation. You've got body length, and you can go outside where that catcher, even if he caught even if he caught the ball, you wouldn't have gotten tagged. So, I would have taken the furthest away from him as possible, and still been able to reach out and touch the touch home plate right. with my hand, which, in my opinion, was what should have happened. And I actually think that the correct call was made, and they called him out. They called him they out. They did call him out they for did call him out. for not trying to avoid because yeah. I bet you if he would have slid, they would not have called him out. If they if he would have if if he would have ran straight, he may have actually just hit the catcher with with his left shoulder because yeah. that's basically what happened. But he took a step to the left, which was put him put him basically directly in yeah. in front of him. So Which by the way, I hate the rule that you can't have That's the posy the rule. Yeah, I don't I don't like that rule, but the fact is it is the rule. And as the base runner, you need to know that. Mm -hmm. But also in real time, that shit happens bang, bang, real real fucking fast. Baseball's a contact sport, motherfuckers. So Luke Roy suffered a concussion. Technically it is, but. It is in in this particular instance. Yeah. Uh, Suffered a concussion and a broken nose. And uh, he's probably going to be out for at least a couple of games just, just for concussion protocol that baseball has. Because that motherfucker got decked. He got ran the fuck over. And, and so. see, that's supposed to be to teach you the lesson. Don't stand on the fucking base path. Sure. That's that's the way that used to be. And I liked it much better when yeah. that was the rule. Sure. I, I get that. They're also the only fuckers that are on the field that are wearing padding mm-hmm. and equipment to help them. And he Well, it didn't help his ass, now did it? Sure as shit didn't. Guess <laughs> and guess what? Whenever you're whenever the ball gets in play, what does the catcher do? Takes off his mask. Mm-hmm. Guess where he got hit? The fucking face. Right. Now, did the runner like throw an elbow or anything? I don't think he intentionally hit him in okay. in the face. I think I think what initially happened was Mariznick was actually trying to to take him out to go into him. I don't think he was trying to throw a bow or a shoulder or anything like that to knock him the did fuck you out. Call it a bow? A bow, man. Throw, Luda, Luda. Throw, throw a bow. Our host, Jesus Ludacris. Christ. Luda. I didn't know we were using fucking text language on the phone. Now, my bad. Throwing bows. <laughs> That's right. And getting hoes. <laughs> SMDH, Jesus. But I don't think it was intentional. Is all I'm trying to say. I, right. But I, I think it was unfortunate. I think the correct call was made. Uh, didn't matter because uh, the Angels and or uh, uh, Houston ended up winning that game anyway. Yeah, and so. and the the umpires aren't really there to judge intent. They they have to look at it and decide whether or not the rule is broken. Sure, that is. You know, there's a lot of times I've seen when a guy from will be stealing second mm-hmm. and the batter will swing and lose his balance and kind of stumble out in front of right. the catcher and the runner will be called out because of batter interfering with the same catcher. thing same yeah. thing same he thi- didn't mean to do that but sure. it is still against the rule well that's part of the problem whenever you're stealing second or when you're still in third base rather 
um, with a, somebody in the box that's a right-handed hitter, and you've got a right-handed catcher that's trying to throw down to third base, and that that right-handed batter is in the way. Right. But he's got the right to that space. He doesn't have the right to the space over the plate. Yeah, over the plate or behind the plate, depending on where right. the ball goes. So, so it, fun it facts about baseball. a lot more about on second base, which I think the rule should be runner has to go back. Right. Shouldn't be out. Because there's no reason to assume that he would have gotten him out. Right. So that's just my take on it. So uh, moving on, Derek wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Arietta, I think. Oh, yeah. Arietta hit. Uh, yeah, why don't you talk about it, Derek? Talk yeah. about it, man. He does Pilates. <laughs> he oh. actually does yeah. Pilates. Yeah, he had a Pilates studio when he was at Wrigley. Uh, that's fucking gay. Yeah, underneath the field. That's where, yeah. Yeah, he had his own Pilates because you got when you were the ace of that staff, they they give him whatever he wanted. But uh, no, he hit uh, three batters, I think back to back to back. Uh, I don't think it was back to back to back, but throughout the six innings he pitched or whatever, he hit three guys, and uh, Todd Frazier on the third guy he hit come out pissed off and uh, said that it was bullshit basically. And Arietta said, "Well, I'll if Todd Frazier has a problem with it, tell him to come at me and I'll dent his fucking skull. <laughs> and uh, apparently that ruffled some feathers as I said, some sensitive people <laughs> and thought that that was uncalled for. But Jake Arietta, as long as he was with the Cubs at least, uh, he didn't take fucking shit. No, he no, didn't. He doesn't. And he's the kind of guy that's, if, let's fucking handle it on the field. Mm-hmm. Or Yeah, so I don't think that's wrong for what he said. No, I at don't all. I don't either. I still remember years ago in Ventura and that, that Royals A's game and Jordano Ventura uh, threw, I think they threw it, the Royals, the game before. Uh-huh. And no, I was, uh, it was the third baseman, Brett uh, Laurie. Yeah, had, that's what it was. Had it taken a, out Alcides Escobar on a dirty slide yep. the, game the game before. before. Mm-hmm. And, and so that next game, he threw it Escobar Laurie. plunked him. Yeah. Which everybody was expecting to happen. Yeah. And it was... So tension was already high. Well, so then the bases, they... Except he took it. Yeah. Just fine. And and Ventura was... It was getting late in the game, so he was going to be coming out anyway. So threw he got him. tossed. <laughs> and I think, was it Ventura or Herrera? And then Herrera, Herrera came in and threw behind his head. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred mile an hour fastball <laughs> behind his head. And then he said, and then he was pointing to his head like, next time I'll hit you in the fucking head or something like that. Yeah. To which, you know, everybody kept saying, okay, Ventura plunked him. We got that over with. Yeah. To which I was thinking, no, bullshit. Our shortstop is still injured on the fucking bench. You still got your third baseman. <laughs> yeah. It's not even yet. And, you know, keep in mind, he didn't get hit. But he still got thrown out of the game. Herrera did. For throwing it behind For him? For throwing it behind him. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was very intentional. I'm what sure he was it was. Doing. Oh, yeah. Bench is cleared. <clears throat> yes. I was at that game. It was great. <laughs> That's the best part when a fight yeah. breaks out in baseball. But and he got suspended for Except a game. And he got Russell. a huge fine. And which I'm thinking, I didn't hit anybody. How much am I going to get fined? <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't hit anybody either. And, you know, not to mention that whole season, up to that point, the Royals had more than triple been had batters hit by pitches over the next team. Sure. It was like a third of the way through the season, and it was just ridiculous how much they were getting plunked. Guys going for the legs right. on their speedy guys. Yeah, and, and I that's... Think. I guess that's a kind of a gentleman's rule in baseball, especially if you're going into second, and you, you personally don't want to get hurt either. That's why you see a lot of the slower guys, when it's a, when it's a 4-6-3 double play or, or a fairly easy double play, you'll see guys kind of peel off. Before right. they even go into the bag, those guys are nice guys. And you have assholes like Machado that will literally 
kind of be a prick going into second base trying to take out people. I think as long as you're still in the game, it's your job to break up that double play. Break it up, yes. Absolutely intent to injure, no. Yeah, and that's what it was. He didn't start his slide till after the base. That's my point. That that used that used to happen a lot. Sure. Al McRae was notorious for some of the nastiest looking slides. Sure. Going in, throwing forearms as he did it. Yeah, shit. exactly. That's and my that point. Used to be how, but he got hit by a lot of pitches too. I'm sure he so, did. He got on base yeah. though. Whenever he did. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> he paid for it. I guess they policed themselves, and nobody got thrown out of the game. It was. Right. That is why when, I like when baseball, you were a middle in, you police you, they police they, they the police the game yeah. exactly when you were a middle in, infielder the way it used to be you expected to take some hits sure that's yeah. that's why players are taught to be able to throw with you know the crazy mm-hmm. ways that they do whenever jumping up. jumping up and throwing with no feet on the ground mm-hmm. why do they do that duh dumbass it's yeah. because they're trying to avoid a slide trying to get for oh, avoid getting injured but now with, point with the replay rules now too though. They've made it much more strict about how they have to actually contact the bag. They used to just be had to be in the vicinity of oh. the bag oh, to turn the double to play. turn the double play. Yeah, yeah. It, and now they've got to be on the bag, touch it with the ball, and then make the throw, which does take a little more time and yeah. puts them in a more precarious position. I get that too, but you know, let them fucking play. Yeah, leave them alone. I don't know. Machado did have the best comment over the weekend, though. He one of them. That was yes. great. It was great. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and tell him what they, what he said. Basically, he was uh, they were playing the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and there was uh, the dugout seats, uh, the rich people seats, where if you can afford the seven thousand dollars to sit there, uh, it's kind of like field. It's basically field level. Like you, it's like you're sitting in a dugout, but you have netting, which kind of sucks. But you're sitting in a dugout, <laughs> and uh, so the guy, it's right in front of Machado on the on-deck circle, and Machado's actually like looking down at him, and the guy said something about, congratulations on your contract. You got the next 10, 10 Octobers off. Yeah. 10 in a row, buddy. That's exciting. You got the 10, year, 10, month, or 10 years of vacation. Yeah. And Machado looked at the guy and goes, uh, yeah, uh, we'll win the World Series before you do. I bet I bet you my contract we win the World Series before you do. <laughs> so that's Who pretty, that's pretty epic. The, the Dodgers, Dodgers, who's the number one team in baseball right now. Yeah. Boy. That's a that's a ballsy statement. Yeah, you better hope he can't hold you to that. That might no be a verbal shit. contract. That's a yeah. verbal contract. That motherfucker better be cashing in if that if the Dodgers win this year, which which I'm I'm sorry, it looks like they're in good shape. Well they looked that way the last two years too. Yeah. And... yeah. Yeah, they've been in the last two World Series, right? Yep. Lost them both. Yep. Yeah. Not, and and not I shocked. don't know what they can really add to that team. I don't either. To make them any better. I don't know. Uh, it, well, I can tell you. Um, uh, Clayton Kershaw that doesn't get rocked in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what Which they need. Which he didn't really last year. Last year he did all right. Um, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He did. But he had been known for getting rocked in the Shelled. playoffs. Darvish, Shelled. Darvish lost it last year. Yeah, that's right. You Darvish, and now he's a Cub. Yeah, yay. Congratulations. Way to go, buddy. Fucking yay. <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of fist fights and all kinds of other shit that's going on in baseball, whenever you got bench clearing, uh, we've got some UFC news for the first time, I think, on this show. Well, we've talked a little bit of MMA. Obviously, we, we love uh, David the Caveman Rickles, and he's a good friend of ours. Uh, but there was a pay-per-view that, was, that happened on uh, Saturday night. Uh, the main event was John Bones Jones, and then you also had uh, a couple other fighters as well. But the big one that John Bones Jones sounds like the name of a gay porno. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yes, it does. It does. But... <laughs> John Bones Jones. 
It's like a first no. take starring Jake Hung. No, you had yeah, Amanda Nunez and Holly Holmes. Yeah, I mean, it was a really good. It was a pretty stacked card. Holly Holmes sounds like a porn star too. Starring Stephen A. Smith. It does. <laughs> starring <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Inside joke. Listen to the last episode. Yeah. Um, I fucking dare you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, made me throw up in my That's mouth. Stephen A. Bet. Smith is Joan. I'll bet you my unfiltered <laughs> sports track. Sportscast contract okay. that you won't go back and listen to it. Right. Um, uh, Jorge Masvidal is he? He's a badass. He's he's very good. He's not undefeated. He's very very good. Good striker. Um, he was going up against Ben Askren, who is nineteen and zero. Very good on the ground. Very very good wrestler. And uh, Masvidal had rehearsed. Uh, or, or had practiced multiple. I mean, there's video evidence of him doing this days before the fight, day before the fight, or however long it was, of him doing exactly what he ended up doing. Less than five seconds into the end of the fight, he goes in, throws a flying knee as Ben is shooting on him, and sure enough, connects damn near perfectly with the flying knee straight to the head. Knocks him, knocks him somewhat unconscious, or or maybe he was unconscious. But then we in in the MMA world, you call it getting starched, which is when you get knocked out so hard that your body becomes stiff as a board, and you look kind of just crazy because you're just sitting there with in a weird. Yeah, his thumbs were up. His thumbs were up, and that was maybe a reaction of trying to tell the referee that he's okay, but. That had had to have happened before he got hit I with the flying put, knee. I bet he put thumbs down on that video. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And then, sure enough, Masvidal ended up hitting him with two really big haymakers after he was already out. And the referee just, it took him a little bit to get over to him. Yeah. To pull him off. It was Pretty impressive. It was the it was one of the fastest knockouts in that weight, or the fastest knockout in that weight class ever. Mm-hmm. It, it was an impressive fight. But my favorite part of this whole and, and don't get me wrong, if you're a Ben Askren fan, that dude's a badass. He'll be back. He'll be back, and he he probably will eventually beat the shit out of Jorge. But not tonight. It was. It just. It was a. It could have been a fluke thing that happened. Fights that fights in the UFC happen all the time. It where it's over like in five seconds. So you, you ever see when girls get in a fight and just fucking fingernails come flying everywhere? That's what it looked like. <laughs> just out of nowhere, here comes some guy and they just run into each other like two outfielders going for the same ball and nobody called it. Was it. Perfect. And uh, they both went tumbling. Placed. I wasn't sure who got hurt in that. That's kind of what it looks first. like, though. That's kind of what it looks like when you throw a flying knee like that. It yeah. just kind of looks like you two just run into each other. Trust, but Scotty, that's, I, that's, that's my I new throw, move. Yeah. I throw more flying knees in a day than you'll throw all year. Really? Yeah. At least as many. To who? Oh, everybody. His wife doesn't listen sometimes. Everybody. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, sometimes that's how I say hi. Oh, I, really? I don't shake hands. Flying me. <laughs> to the nuts. Mm. Nope. You nope. can't jump that high, bro. Oh, dude, I can sky. <laughs> yeah, he throws bows, too. I got, I got, yeah, I throw lots of bows, and, uh, you know, I got shoes at home that say flight. I don't know. And that's, I don't that's know what I'm laughing work. at more. Just the whole idea of you jumping more than three inches off the ground, or the fact of you actually doing that to people with his nunchucks. With his nunchucks. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes more sense. I can yeah, see. Yeah, but you I keep them in that. my belt. Yeah, uh, Ninja gotcha. Turtle style. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that was it was it was a spectacle. But the best part about it though was the interview from Masvidal. 
that that kind of made me happy. Now, granted, he's kind of acting like a pompous, arrogant prick, but he was a little bit pissed off. I, I, I guess Askren kind of said some shit that kind of pissed him off. I heard they kept, he kept calling him George because his name's Jorge. Oh, nice. They kept calling him George. That was one of the things my buddy was telling me about it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> every time. Well, every time. Um, well, apparently he said, but then again, you're trying to get into each, each fighter's head whenever you're getting ready to go up against them. Right? And you're trying to sell tickets. Too. That too, but the other thing is, is I mean, you're trying to get an emotional rise out of them because mm-hmm. you're wanting them to do something that you know make a mistake. Exactly, that's the whole point I was trying to make. So, uh, but it turned out it kind of backfired on Ben a little bit yeah. because obviously he got rocked, but Masvidal didn't didn't shy up in it. We 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 watched the interview, uh, the post fight interview, and uh, he was basically asked, "Do you think that those two punches that you landed?" after you knew you had already knocked him out, were unnecessary. And he, in my opinion, um, he may have given the correct answer. And he basically said, no, no, because the referee didn't come over and pull me off. My job is to keep on beating the shit out of somebody until somebody pulls me off. Yeah, it's it, the same thing as you fucking watching a ball. If you hit a ball, if you think you hit a home run and you watch it drop in the corner of the outfield instead of, and now you got a long fucking single instead of exactly. at least what should have been a double. Okay, I, I like that analogy. That's good. But I think he did he did fine, and, and obviously he disliked him. He disliked Askren by a sure. lot. I mean, you know, he wanted to beat the shit out of him, and he he struck a nerve. Askren struck a nerve, and he pissed him off. Oh, he did. So well, and that's that's the only thing I didn't like about his interview is him saying there wasn't nothing personal about this. I just don't like the guy. Yeah, then that's, that's personal. personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when after you have knocked him out so horrendously, and then you get up and talk shit to his lifeless body. Oh yeah, that's that's. Uh, Personal. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, which, and and I get it too. These guys get so emotionally charged for these fights. They really do gear up. You know, people talk about, remember a few years ago, Richard Sherman? Yeah. After the end of that, that game, as the NFC championship Don't put me on a sorry receiver like Crabtree. Yeah. 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 Don't you ever go talking stuff on me or what? I don't remember how he said, but I mean, he really laid into whoever it was. Crabtree. Crabtree. No, the chick that was interviewing him. Oh, Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And really being a dick about it. It's like, you've never, people who criticize that have never been that emotionally charged for anything in their life. And that's what they have to do. And you caught him, you didn't give him time to decompress. Sure. You've caught him when he's still riding that emotional high. And that's, I'm sure what happened there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, had he killed the guy, <laughs> he, he would have felt bad about it later. I'm sure. And, and he very well could have killed him. I mean, you get just two, you get that flying knee and then two completely unopposed punches. Oh yeah. To the face that oh, could yeah. have done some serious damage, I, but that's on the referee. Sure. That is a hundred percent on the referee. Well, I, I can't, okay. I, I can't, I can't get too pissed off at the referee because it was five fucking seconds into the goddamn fight. Yeah, but he needs to be in better position. That's, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think he got caught watching the fight rather than possibly getting Jim, into it. Because he should have been closer to the between the two of them before he even got up. Sure. Just to be watching and okay okay so generally there's a feeling out stage of a fight somewhat you're trying to time your opponent trying to figure that out yeah no that of course not your fights um but generally there's like a feeling out stage where the kind of the referee's kind of holding back a little bit and just to let you kind of move and he's figuring out how you move and all this other stuff and then all of a sudden he's he's not there's there's no feeling out time at all whatsoever right. and this guy's throwing a knee and in less than five seconds the guy's on the ground beating and he's already getting the shit beat out of him. I right. mean, I I 
I'm sorry, but I, I guess what I'm saying is that the fighter didn't do anything wrong. No, the fighter didn't do anything wrong. I agree with you there. So, all right, moving on to the NBA. Okay. Yay. Talking, talking round ball. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Round I, ball. I can speak lingo too. They, they throw bows in that sometimes. <laughs> they get flagrant fouls for throwing bows. Right. Yeah. So for the NBA season, the NBA season's finally over. We can move on, right? No. We got a, like I said, last episode, we got a fire sale in the NBA. Everybody's being traded. Everybody's moving. There's too many goddamn players that can get out of their contracts and go, others, go someplace else. Who cares, right? Well, now... You, uh, do. you keep bringing it up. I know, but uh, last episode, we didn't get it. If it was Fred, you'd <clears throat> care. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I bet you he's going to be a real diva come contract time. Uh, probably. He earned <laughs> it, man. Sure. Walk it off. And Freddie. I can't see him being that Walk way. Walk it off. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, but we didn't. We called uh, Kawhi. I thought Kawhi was going to go to the Lakers last episode. I did not. You did not. You were right. He ended up going to the Clippers. Thank God. I am so happy. I, I'm sad he obviously left the Raptors. I wish she would have stayed. Clippers. Clippers are the best team in L.A. now. You damn right they are. Shit. That ain't I no think- shit. The Lakers can't even field a full team, can they? Uh, uh, they can now. Can they? They get five? Rondo, Danny Green, uh, Davis, LeBron, and Kuzma. So they Kuzma. got five. They yeah. got five. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm sure they probably got a couple of bench guys that we're not naming yet. Maybe. No, I think they're all gone. I think Iggy's on his way over there, too. Though. Oh, Iggy's there, yeah. So six. So, okay. But uh, signing Danny, Gre- Danny Green... That's a fucking joke. That was a two-year, what was it, $30 million deal or that's something like that? a fucking joke is what that, that is. That was bad. That's that's awful. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, LeBron's Danny, GMing, though. Of course he is. What? And He's the one that got okay, what, Tristan what, Thompson paid and, and Shumpert or sure. whatever. He got both those guys paid. Sure. What's bad about it? You're just saying it's bad. Okay, so in, in the NBA Finals, Danny Green, it was the most inconsistent player the entire finals. Now, right. now he did have his games in the semis. He he did have a couple of games earlier where he was okay, but he's a, he's a spot up shooter. That's what he is. Okay. He can't play defense. He's not. I mean, that he just can't. That's just not his deal. He's a spot up shooter guy, mm-hmm. and he's not consistent. And for him being as propped up and going to the Lakers and LeBron's all happy, this is not the guy I would be thinking of. Not at all. Um. I don't like this signing. I don't like Danny Green being well. Actually, I I truly enjoy it because I think it's a joke. I don't think it's going to be a successful idea for the Lakers. I don't. Did, was he was with the Warriors, right? Yeah. No, Danny Green? Yeah. No, Danny Green was with the Raptors. He was on the Raptors with Fred Van Vliet. And the okay. main reason why Fred Van Vliet got a whole bunch of time was because Danny Green sucked, and Fred Van Vliet that's had right. to step up. That's right. And he did, and that's why I love my boy. Okay. Well. But did was he a big part of them getting to the playoffs? Um, he well, right Fred, now that's the the hill that the Lakers have sure, to climb sure. is to get to the playoffs. Um, then they'll worry about winning games later. Fred didn't do very well in the early part of the postseason, and the main reason why I think is because he was probably stressed the fuck out because he hadn't had his kid yet. But once he had his kid and everybody held his kid, then he was just like, all right, everybody's healthy, five, you know, ten fingers, ten toes, moving on. And then all of a sudden, he turned the fuck on. And what if he had? What time. if he had uh, nine fingers and ten and, toes, but and that and, and, and was and then was still perfectly healthy? That's what, fine. What if one of those fingers was on the foot? Yeah. Then what, Scotty? He still yeah, got like, the same. Come on, Flintstone feet. What if he had that? He's, Don't dodge the question, no, motherfucker. That's fine. that's fine. What would happen then? Um. I mean, he'd have trouble finding shoes and socks, and sure. you know, and gloves. I hope he named it Pete. <laughs> Pete. Pete Van Vliet. 
<laughs> no, uh, no, he named him Junior. Hmm. Junior, Van, that's not as good. Junior Van Vliet. Huh? No, Fred Van Vliet Junior. Damn it! Come on, we didn't know. Get what with you were the program. At. I'm um, still stuck on this finger on the foot thing. Why would he have a kid like that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's he fucked just... Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> Especially if he gets those shoes with the toes already in them. Yeah, that's really gonna suck. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. My dad's got eight toes. I want to get those shoes and just cut to the two of those toes off and sew them shut, and then he can wear them too. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's good to have goals. Yeah. There you go. Really. Uh, the thing I like about all with this, because they're also, the the Clippers got PG-13. They yep. got Paul George. Yep. That was a shocking move. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened, because everybody was just like, oh, and he was buddy-buddy with Westbrook. But then... Kawhi signs, and like a, not even this, 24 hours later, Paul George Paul is request, a Clipper. Yeah, he requests a trade, and then he all of a sudden he's going to, to L.A. Well, he wanted to go to L.A. originally anyway. Paul okay. George did. He said he was going to, but he wanted to be a Laker. Ever That was the big assumption before, and then he re-upped with the Thunder. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying that they're going to tra- trade Westbrook because Westbrook, there's no, they're not competing. So there's no point in paying Westbrook what you're paying him and not going to field a competitor. So God, now Westbrook's on the trade block. They're going to be awful. They're going to be terrible. They will be absolutely but the laughing stock of the I've, NBA. They're just looking to rebuild, I think, yeah. and, and they're stacking draft picks and, and all this. But uh, I think that it's good for the NBA because if you look at it, back in like we talked about well, a show or two ago, back in the day, everybody had two. Mm-hmm. Everybody had two. Well, they're they're starting to realize that the big three is great, but you you need depth and you need role players, and yeah. you can't just have three guys score eighty five ninety percent of your points. Mm-hmm. So now you look and you've got you got Kawhi and Paul George in the at, on the Clippers. You've got Davis and LeBron on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, God damn it, there's mo- you've got Curry and Thompson. Yeah, there now you go. you've got Durant and Kyrie. In Brooklyn, yeah, all these teams now are starting. You're you're getting twos, yeah. big twos, and and then in depth around them, and it's if if they let them bang, I think it might be like the way it might get back to what it used to be. I hope so. I do too. Yeah, but it never will as long as there's so much free agency and yeah. so much trading. Well, and I think Guys the, gotta the players team and stick with them. The players dictate that too. They do. Now, now it's not even yes. really the GMs. The players just conspire and they're like, "Hey, come play with me." All right, fuck, I'll go play. Huh? But yeah, it, exactly. It, it's getting to the point where you pick a favorite player rather than a favorite team. They mm-hmm. marketed it that way after Jordan left. Yeah, that's what they I, did. I don't. I don't like it. And every single time you hear a player, oh, this city needed it. The city, needed it. you don't give a fuck about the city. Mm-hmm. You're no, just, no, you don't give a no. shit. You want to change? You want a ring and a contract? That's, That's exactly it. right. Most guys in the off season don't even live in the city that they play in. Right. If the city was so great, yeah, there's nobody who plays for Cleveland still living in Cleveland. <laughs> you know when they're not playing, Milwaukee. Sucks shit. LeBron had a house in L.A. I think when he was playing in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, of course he did. Most NFL players do that. Most baseball players do that because I mean. Where are you going to keep most your places suck? Where are you going to keep your side bitch? You know, right. you got to keep her <laughs> at the other house. Right. Oh God, I don't know about that. That's bad. Is it? Yeah. That's okay. what if they you do. Say so. No, yeah, that's, that's just what I they don't do. do that. Yeah. Hell, that's baseball, you don't have Scotty. side bitch money, Scotty. Yeah, you barely have one bitch money. Mm-hmm. You got. <laughs> True. <laughs> I wouldn't want a side bitch. I like my wife. She likes me. She likes you fuckers too. Yeah, she does. That uh, this is she's a the, wonderful woman. One of the one awesome. of the interview tactics that, that uh, Todd Glass does, where he he'll just suddenly get inappropriate. Well, be like, so you are married, and how long you been married, Scotty? For me, yeah. Uh, shit. 
<laughs> I've been almost almost five. Five, almost years. five that, years. That's the shit anniversary. Good yeah, job. That, that is the yeah, shit yeah. one. Paper okay, for the first one. Shit for the fifth one. There right. Well, okay. And okay. Have where'd you guys meet at? Uh, we actually met um, kind of at a buddy's land, getting ready to shoot off fireworks. Actually, for Fourth of July. Okay. So fireworks going on. Very many. Let me ask you this: You fuck that shit. <laughs> 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 that that day, no. <laughs> no that's, that's actually a fun story. They hated myself, or we hated each other. No, no, I just love the idea of asking somebody about their relationship. And then, <laughs> Let me ask you this: You fucked that shit? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Not then, though. Well, no, she hated my guts. I know this is a little off topic, but I, she, I she hated my guts. We I hated each other. It. Totally get it. We hated okay. each other. And, okay. Uh, well, fair enough. You know what? That that's how you get the yin and the yang. This was great this mm. weekend. Uh, <laughs> I thought you got that from not wearing rubbers. What? <laughs> I, I don't know. This weekend I was talking to Beans, and oh, uh, I told Beans that, oh, yeah? uh, I, I guess, man, it's crazy. He goes, you guys rip on Scotty a lot. I go, yeah, it's not just on the show. Yeah. yeah. No. We let no, him we, have it off mm-hmm. the show, too. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's definitely true. That's my job. Yeah. That, that is my job. I'm the one that takes all the heat, and I'm totally okay with it, until you start talking about my damn st- sister that I don't have. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm okay and, with and that. And suddenly you get offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but anyway, I'm done. I've got nothing. Anybody? Um, No. No. I, nothing? I don't. No, no shows coming I, up? I tell you what I don't have, Scotty, is energy. Yeah, I'm tired as fuck, too. I don't have chlamydia. I got that cleared up. <laughs> I wish Thank there would have been something I could have mixed in with my water. Yeah? That would have given me some kind of energy. Well, I've got Vodka. The- that's no shit. No, oh, that... that'll just make me sleepy and, <laughs> no kidding. and give me the runs. Hey, I tell you what, you know what you could do? What's that? You could actually take vodka mm-hmm. and put strike force energy in the vodka, and that's like kind of a mix that'll get you some energy and get you fucked up. Which is what I need both of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that cause... way you can you can throw a hell of flying knees. Yeah. Fuck yeah. When and when you're drunk, so you oh, won't feel it on the knee. Let me tell all. you something. Those neighbor kids come too close to my car with their bikes. I don't care for that. <laughs> Flying knee. Fuck yeah. That's, that's right. I'll take them out. I don't care if you're on a Huffy, a Murray, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If Give it, me. If, oh, if for what it's worth, you're I mean, on. You're, you come close with a Schwinn. Flying knee to the chin. Fuck that's yeah. Right. Ollie him. Right there like you that. Go. Absolutely. There you go. For what it's worth, I mean, we actually didn't even light off any fireworks, but your neighbor is a patriotic motherfucker. He does. He he tastes like freedom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's he's actually got a professional license. <laughs> And good for uh, him. makes good use of it. I You would think that would be his busiest night of the year. Yeah. But uh, no, apparently nobody books him. He's not that good at it. <laughs> but it's good enough for a neighborhood fireworks display, I'll tell you that. And it so it, it he's... lit up the sky mm-hmm. so we could have our world or feel like we were playing in a major league game. What's right. the same lot? We, we had a night cornhole game. Cornhole yeah. game. We had our first night cornhole game yeah. with Derek's stupid-ass Cubs cornhole boards that had leds yeah they, they light up too that helped <laughs> yeah i actually played a lot better once i couldn't see the board anymore <laughs> yeah no shit yeah screaming queese one two in a yep. row that's right yeah, that was our team the screaming queese but yeah where you were going with that was we do have uh two sponsors but our uh, one of our sponsors is strikeforceenergy.com it's a very good product it is an additive to an energy or i'm sorry additive to water that is basically an energy drink it has no calories. It oh, Jesus, ha- what about the caffeine? Uh, it actually, I can't have a lot of caffeine. Same, same amount as caffeine as a bunch of coffee. You need to calm fuck down. As a bunch of coffee? Stop. No, as a, well, as a regular cup of coffee. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. You need less caffeine. You calm right. the fuck down. How much caffeine's in water? And no sugar, too. 
No sugar. No sugar. It's got a whole bunch of vitamins and shit, though. All right. And that's good. Oh, yeah. I love vitamins and shit. Yeah. They use the same thing. Flintstones. That's what my doctor always tells me. You need some vitamins (laughs) and shit. Yeah. Uh, And it's got vitamins. Make your pee-pee bigger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually have my... my, He's got a pretty healthy stream as it is. True. do. True. Yeah, we hear it a lot. Uh Uh-huh. We set up a microphone and a camera in that bathroom. (laughs) Especially with the hole still in there. Yeah, with the glory hole. (laughs) Uh, Is it still out of order? It is still out of order. We got it. We got to get your sister back over here. I, I talk about <laughs> this in my act about having insomnia and going to my doctor. Yeah. And his solution was that I probably should lose some weight, that it would make it easier to get comfortable in bed and, and uh, you know, wear off some of my energy and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever had a medical health professional tell you you're too fat and lazy to sleep. <laughs> but if you thought your day was going bad before, <laughs> oh, that... That makes you feel real good about yourself. <laughs> I got to tell you, Jeremy, never, ever have I ever been told that. I have. And uh, <laughs> I never wanted to punch it. That's the first time I ever got a second opinion. On <laughs> just see your fucking face turning all red, just looking at the doc and just going, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a solution to everything. <laughs> Maybe you should lose some weight. He's, he is actually actually world renowned as one of the the world's foremost terrible doctors. <laughs> he's he's really bad at it. <laughs> just, just, you should lose some weight. He, that's he that's his, the answer to everything. He got his medical degree from the University of uh, DeVry. <laughs> DeVry <laughs> University. Oh, oh Lord. Oh man. Well, okay, well, what's the other sponsor? We got a second sponsor? Yeah, but it always ends up at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. That, that. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, but. Well, yeah. we really get behind those guys, too. They're doing a great job. They are actually with, doing a good job. With what they're doing. Because uh, we are actually gaining more listeners, more followers on our Facebook page. Have you heard about that? Have you seen us? Have you heard about this? Yeah, have you heard I, about us? I, Okay. We're putting time, on the spot. Time out, God time damn out it. on the bit. Oh, uh, what do we got? Liam Hendricks is pitching in the All-Star game. Who the fuck's that? He's an Australian reliever who pitched for the Royals that they called up from AA, like, when was it? 2014, I think it was. He's in the fucking All-Star game. Yeah. That's what the Royals normally do, is trade away All-Stars. No, he wasn't good. Oh. He's good now, apparently. We figured it out. Anyway. Got over the yips. <laughs> got over All the right. yips. Back back to the bit. No. We, about how oh, good a job they're doing? No, how good a job we're doing. Oh, we're doing a phenomenal job. We're doing job. a phenomenal job. At, mostly making people regret listening to us, I think. Uh, every, every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a mm-hmm. while. Uh, but for the most part, no, we're doing a good job. Okay. The The Facebook page is growing. It's it's growing every single day. It's it's. Uh, I'm going to take your word for it, Scotty. It's yeah. A, it's a grower, not a shower. It, it sure is. That's exactly right. Uh, check us out on Facebook, which is the Unfiltered Sportscast. We, I, Derek and myself monitor that that thing as much as we possibly can. Jeremy doesn't know how to work technology because he's old as shit. I'm on my Commodore 64 <laughs> playing some Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't even try to explain Dying Twitter. of dysentery. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about that Twitters, though. Yeah, that Twitters? Uh-huh. The Twatters is where yeah. you normally end up. It sure is. <laughs> Twatters.com. That's right. My Twitter on the shitter. <laughs> the old rusty trombone. <laughs> Why?
What? You Twitter on the shitter. You've got to. <laughs> no. Yeah, she, everybody's on their phone no. on the shitter. Well, the, only time on I, phone. the only time I call you is when I'm taking a dump. That's just, okay. Just, just. I'm like, hey, you know what? Scotty. I smell Ooh. something. I just Ooh. thought about you. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. New segment. Uh, Sort of, maybe. Oh, yeah. You were talking what about bringing you? this up. I, no, 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 no. What do you do? Play games or look at news? Go. Well, look at news. Look at news? Play games? W- for what? On your phone. Mostly porn. <laughs> I look up pictures and print them out. <laughs> That's called the German. I'm yes. Ne- yes. I'm never going to live that rumor down. It's called the, it's That's called not the, a rumor if it's true. It's called the squirming German. <laughs> nice. I didn't, I didn't know there was a name for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, he, when, he got, when you get confronted. you autograph some of my dirty pictures then? <laughs> when your parents confront you, you fucking squirm. Like, that's not mine. When I started when I started to actually spar in MMA, that's what my coach called me was squirming Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Anybody uh, else shocked to find out Scotty did MMA? Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, especially with as fat as I am now. He, he was the dummy. Oh. Yeah. No, I did all right. I, I held my own. I'm sure you did. And then I got fat and hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyways, in that order. <laughs> check us out on Facebook. But I play games. God mostly. damn it. You suck. <laughs> well, thank God. You play games. I play games, too. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We are the Unfiltered Sportscast. You can also check us out on Instagram, also the Unfiltered Sportscast. Uh, YouTube uh, is Unfiltered Sportscast. Let us, uh, I mean, well, share it with anybody that you can. The one thing I wanted to point out is now we do have a new host, which is our second sponsor that you heard at the beginning of the show. Whenever we switched to that new host, we apparently somehow duplicated our show. So there is one uh, show that if you follow, it should not be there anymore, but if you still follow the show and you are not getting new episodes, which that's impossible because you're listening to this one right now, um, you basically just have to search us again. So if you know somebody that's having some issues and not, can't find the show on Apple iTunes, practically every fucking place that you can listen to a podcast, uh, you just basically have to search us again and it'll pull right up and you'll get all of our episodes. So, uh, do us a favor. And I'm sorry about, uh, any confusion with that whole ordeal? Uh, well, at least you really cleared it up now. Yeah, yeah, fact, yeah right. I with know all that shit you just said there. I know, but thank you to the new followers, new subscribers. Do uh, click the notification bell if you like to watch us on YouTube. You can see me getting uncomfortable and these two assholes picking on me the entire time. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but like we always tell everybody, if you like us, please do us a favor and tell your friends. But if you don't like us, slam your dick in a fucking car door. <laughs> Lick my filthy shithole. <laughs> if you don't like us... Oh, tell your enemies. That's awesome. And until next time, guys... Take that filter off and make it dirty. We will see you later. Take care. Woo!